Welcome to Think For Yourself Radio, a minimalist podcast exploring fringe concepts in health and consciousness from a biohacker's perspective. I'm your host, Kalina Lux, and I am happy to report that I just got some new podcasting equipment. So you might be hearing some old episodes again, remastered. Today, I just want to do a really brief, off-the-cuff little go-around at explaining sidereal astrology and the main psyops behind sidereal astrology. So for those of you that don't know, um, sidereal is not actually Vedic astrology, nor is it Western astrology. Sidereal simply refers to the accurate positioning of the stars and the moon in the sky throughout the zodiac. So what a, a lot of us don't know and don't realize is that the Western charts that we were given, we were raised on, are not accurate. In fact, um, it's a very watered-down, simplified version that they've given to the masses, previously mostly because they wanted them to be able to, to still, you know, uh, farm their crops and work in the land and the soils and the lands, um, but not have the power to manifest using the stars or to understand the implications that the stars had on our reality in this construct. So really briefly, um, I'm assuming that you already have at least a basic understanding of astrology. Um, but I'm going to go a little bit further and describe to you Western astrology. And this concept is kind of hard to wrap your head around without like an actual graph, but how Western astrology works is they divide the constellations up into 12 equal um, divisions or partitions in the sky, even though the size of each constellation is drastically different. For example, compare the size of Virgo to Cancer. They're very, very different sizes. And I actually got really curious about this. A few of the people that I studied astrology with, like that I saw online, they were always like, no, dude, Western is a total psyops. And I was like, okay, but why? And they, they tried to explain it to me, but it still really didn't quite stick until I spent about two years, actually every full moon, every new moon, going out and verifying with not just one, but like three or four different apps of like Sky Gazer, um, you know, the apps that aren't astrology based, but that are astronomy based. And I just started looking in the sky like, okay, where is the moon actually tonight? And then I would compare it. All the little yoga princesses online are screaming, the moon is in, you know, Gemini, when really it was in the constellation next to it. And this is simply because Western only gives you a mathematical rendition of the zodiac in equal partitions. However, if you understand what's going on in the space clock, this divine calendar that we've been given overhead, and you understand the composition that um, our water in the bodies takes or the, the body of waters, you know, like the moon has a direct effect on the tides. We're full of water, a.k.a. salt water. We have our inner ocean, the external ocean. This is all alchemy, you know. So you would understand that each constellation 
has a very different effect on the human body and the human biofield simply by having its effects on the moon and the water in our body. So what does that mean for us? If we grew up on Western astrology, we might find it quite shocking to be told that you potentially are not the same sign that you've been told every single time you checked your horoscope. I mean, they're so good at brainwashing us, right? They brainwash us from from when we're little. The comics and the horoscopes were kind of in the same place in the um, in the newspaper when we were growing up, right? But um we all got very conditioned to being whatever our sun sign was. For me, it was Pisces. Oh, you know, I'm Pisces. It's the best sign in the whole whatever because we're so spiritually aware and clairvoyant and masterful, blah, blah. And I was quite shocked to discover that, in fact, that was a lie and I'm actually Aquarius. And why is that? Well, there's a few things going on. We know that every year we slip, I think it's called processional slippage, we slip backwards in the zodiac. And furthermore, not even including the slippage, the signs are different sizes. So you cannot just give like a clean cut little Western formula for all of the zodiacs and be like, oh, because if you actually care about serving truth, you're going to go look at the moon and you're going to be like, hey, (laughs) The moon is not there, yoga princess. (laughs) And they'll fight you on it because whatever, they're just like barely a step above a sheep, but whatever, right? Um, If you serve truth and you care about knowing yourself at the highest levels, you're going to want to look into this. Now let's talk about Vedic for a little bit. Some of you might be like, oh, but Kalina, like we're in the West and like the West is the more accurate, like, I'm not in India, so why would I use their stuff? Well, sidereal isn't Vedic astrology. Now, Vedic astrology is much closer to the actual truth than is Western, but it still isn't accurate. Now, I have have actually tracked with them, too, and found a couple times so far that they've been wrong. Now, how I look at astrology... I use the Western descriptions, or sometimes I cross-reference and use the Vedic ones too, Um, but I just simply use the accurate positioning of the stars and the moon. I use these apps, I cross-reference, and you guys have to calibrate them too, because sometimes like if you have really bad signal, or you're out in the desert, or if you're in the jungle like me, you're going to automatically have to calibrate things so I usually will go like three three times with different apps to check to make sure I'm looking at the right constellation and then from there you know it's pretty simple you just track it and then you plug and play <laughs> so it's really it's kind of interesting when you start looking at it though I was resistant like I said to my actual placements but then I went back in time and I looked at the correlations between my western chart and my actual chart or my sidereal chart. And I discovered that, in fact, um, I was seeing a lot of correlations between my lower self, the self I used to be in the old world under the age of Pisces, in alignment with my Western positions. Now, as I've begun this transition to become my higher self, my multidimensional self, I've noticed more correlations with 
my sidereal placements. Now, the cool thing is, is that it doesn't even need to stop there because that's just one zodiac. There are zodiacs that are even above that, like farther out in space, quote unquote. So this is all just a tool to navigate. So we shouldn't be attached to like either one or the other, um, sidereal, Western or Vedic. But we should always choose to seek truth and serve truth and discover, more importantly, how truth can serve us in our mission to becoming the best expression of ourselves possible. If you want to learn more about this, I have a couple books I can recommend. You can shoot um, shoot me a DM in my Instagram and I would let you know happily. But if you're on my Instagram account, at Kalina underscore Lux, scroll over and take a look at um, PsyOps Astrology and you'll get more of the story about why and how this whole thing came about to be with the rebirth of astrology, Western astrology in the 60s. By the famous author, Linda Goddard, and her book, um, I think it's called The Star Signs or something, or Love Signs, that's what it was, Love Signs, a big, red, thick book, I still have it, Um, and she rebirthed astrology into it, but she gave us all the wrong placements, so you guys, um, thanks for listening, and I hope that you enjoy the next episode. Thanks so much for choosing to